So, uh, another Wednesday and we're still here. As usual, the following contains adult language and themes. Uh, we just want to say that, you know, we're here because it's fun. And we want to invite you to come have fun with us. I am sexually attracted to our listeners. And it is my fetish. Enjoy episode number 10 on the topic of the word fetish. Should I have said JK? watching so much tv lately so yeah, i got i got through like two seasons of breaking bad i'm almost done with that oh yeah we did talk about that last week um, yeah um i don't want to like i don't want to do spoilers or anything because it, it's such a good show but it's also been out for like 10 years probably at this almost point. yeah probably close so i don't feel too bad for spoiling it i'm just gonna say that i'm at the part where um Hank goes to the hospital because somebody ordered a hit on him, and he survived the hit. So that's not like too spoilish, is it? Hank. Yeah. Oh, Hank. The, the DEA guy. The, the D. Yeah, the main character. They're minerals, Marie. I don't think I've gotten to that point yet, but I know the meme. I know the meme. Yeah, that show is pretty old. Like that that car that he drives, Walter White. It's a Pontiac Aztec, right? And, like, Pontiac isn't in business anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So that's how old that, that is show true. is. Yeah, it's a good show, honestly. I'm kind of surprised how well it, like, stands. Yeah, do you like that it's, like, uh, not a sitcom? And that it just, like, has a developing story that continues? Like a drama? I mean, I yeah, can it's watch a drama. Yeah, I think sitcoms are just more my element. But right. I You'd like, rather watch the I, same two two episodes of The Simpsons over and over again? Yeah, basically. But I think a lot of people are like that, right? Or they'll watch the same, like, if you're, like, a, a romance geek or whatever. I'm yeah. not going to call it anything else. But, you know, um, you'd watch the same two scenes of two people kissing each other, right? Or, like, uh, vice versa for any other thing. Yeah, you'd watch, like, The Notebook or whatever. Yeah. Do you ever watch The Notebook? Or no. Twilight? <laughs> No, you watch Twilight? I, I've seen the first one like a long time ago. Fifty Shades of Grey. No, never saw that one. That was my first date ever. But bring up that, bring that up 50 later. Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey thing. Bring that up later. Okay, yeah. Um, so Breaking Bad, great show. Would recommend. I'm not even done with it, and I would recommend. And I heard like the best parts at the end, so I'm not even at the best part yet. Well, after um, you watch it, like once you get done with that show, you still got a few other things to watch. Yeah, I mean, have you seen Better Call Saul? I think it's longer than Breaking Bad. I think point. it's still continuing, yeah. So, like, I've seen the first two seasons at least. And then there's a movie called El Camino that's pretty good. Yeah, I that's just, like, closure, right? For the whole series. Yeah, and it goes into the character of Todd, if you remember Todd. Todd? Yeah, he's, the like, one a, that... he's like the dipshit nephew. He's, like, Jesse's age. 
No, I don't remember this guy. Todd. He might not have even came into your storyline yet because he's mostly important in the end. Interesting. I thought you were talking about Ted. No, who's Ted? Uh, the the... Skyler's uh, affair dude. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Could you imagine if they made a whole series about that guy? Yeah, fuck that guy. He's so bland. He's so uninteresting. <laughs> Did you also hate Skyler? Yeah, for a while. I mean, during certain episodes, it comes and goes, right? Like, she does some stupid shit. Yeah, I mean... I was thinking about it. If your if your husband like started dealing like if you just found out that he was dealing meth all of a sudden, like you'd probably react in a similar way, right? Like you would probably not be acting normally. Yeah, right? you would be a complete bitch instead. Yeah, and you would probably lash out and have fairs and rebellion or whatever. Yeah, the only thing that I uh think that Skylar really like had done wrong to her is in that one episode where they're in the school meeting and, like, he pretty much, like, rapes her or whatever. No, that's in the house. That's in the kitchen. And she's, like, got a face mask on. Yeah. That you know still why makes he me uncomfortable. Her? Do you get it? Like, why Walter White raped her? Or, like, you know, like, forced himself on her? No, I don't get it. It was, like, a power thing. <clears throat> yeah, because... He established dominance. Because, um, you see it after, like, when they're in the PTA meeting, um, when they're talking about, like, somebody stole lab equipment and they're doing, like, meth with it or drugs, and then they blame the janitor. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And then, and then he starts touching Skylar, because he's so aroused by his power, and the only oh, way to show it off, is having sex. With it. Yeah, so, when he, uh, that was after, do you remember Tuco? Right? Tuco yeah. the man. Right. That was after they killed Tuco. Like they outsmarted him, so he comes back and then he rapes his wife because he he, that, he like he has so much adrenaline he doesn't know how to show it other like in another way. So yeah, yeah. That scene makes me uncomfortable. What about the one where he sings to Ted, "Happy Birthday"? Oh, when Skylar sings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that scene definitely makes me uncomfortable too. <laughs> Yeah, that's the most uncomfortable scene. Um, that might be I the hope, worst scene in television history. I hope you guys have seen Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't, definitely watch it. It's so good. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's, I it's was good. um, it took me like a month to finish season one, and then it took me a week to finish season two, and I finished season three in like three days. So, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's like that kind of show. Like if you can, the beginning's kind of, they establish so much in the beginning. So it is kind of like a drag, but if you can get through it, man, it gets so interesting and so tense so quickly. And it's cool because once you're established, like everything just keeps kind of flashing back. Like everything that happens has something to do with something. Like there's nothing that happens that is just like meaningless. I love that. I also love that um, he's, like, the villain and that Hank is, like, the real hero of the show. You you know what I'm talking about? I disagree. I don't think he's the... I don't think he's... He's just, like, a character. Like, I don't think he's a hero or anything. But if it was... If we were to make a show from Hank's point of view, it would be, like, a typical, you know, like, cop TV show or, like, a detective TV show if it was from Hank's point of view. Like, everything that he does, he gets his job taken away from him, right? And he, like, 
He starts suffering off panic the rails attacks, right? To be able to yeah. catch the bad guys. Exactly. But so. like, even like a really good detective show doesn't show the detectives all the time as uh the good guys too. Like some good detective shows, like when you watch Narcos, like they do some pretty shady shit, even though it's not to catch the bad guys. Yeah, and they're also racist. Like they're just casually racist, right? Yes. Yeah, so, well. In Narcos, they don't really talk about it, but they are definitely, like, fucking Mexicans and shit like that. Or, like, fucking Colombians or whatever. Yeah. But I don't really consider that, like, anything to do with racism. It's just, like, a culture, I guess. But maybe back then... I don't know. I wasn't there. I didn't catch the vibe. I Hank's like the definitely a racist in the first, like, season. Of Breaking you Bad? You know what I mean? Yeah. But he's, like... That's he's not, like, what matters. Because he's, he's a good guy dis- at heart, right? Yeah. Okay, anyways. But... Think of, like, he's definitely not the good guy. No way you can frame it when he beats the shit out of Jesse. Well, because he has a panic attack, right? That's his character flaw. Uh, whatever. And then his, and then the next part is his, like, humbleness, right? And he starts becoming a lot more humble. And he, be, like, he gets stripped of, like, his... And you know how in the first season, it's, like, manhood? And it's, like, how you, like, show it, Right. The blowfish um, blows himself up to seem less, you know, whatever. And then he's always, like, Hank's always, like, a real macho man. But then he becomes, like, this humble, like, you know, whatever. I I think we're, I think I'm spoiling too much, but I want to finish the show. We're talking too much about Breaking Bad, and then we won't leave anything to a viewer that would have never seen it or isn't interested. Yeah, tell you what, when I finish the show, we'll, we'll have a talk about it, okay? Like a real, a real two-hour long discussion about this show because it's so good and like I, I feel I, like I you just want to finish it. I feel like you listen to things and like watch things with, like you. It's always in the back of your mind, like what you learn in like literature class or like writing class. Like it's all you. You like always go things like there always has to be an arc with you. Like I never yeah. watch things and like think about that. Like I don't ever think about like the oh. motivations or like it's just obvious, you know. But I'm always thinking about that because it's like, how do you, it's like, how do you craft a story, right? Or how do you create, how do you create tension, right? And drama and how do you make it so good too, right? Right. But I think that if you get away with the formula, then you can like have it be organic and then like you're doing yourself a disservice as a viewer by sticking hard to a formula where if you like let the lines like meld in then it just like seems so much more believable and like less like a like a narrative and like more like a real thing maybe i just can't help myself dude yeah i see like yeah you like it i just it's just how i see everything you know and that's cool i i it's what you like i'll say here here's one more thing i want to say about breaking bad and this is what my brother told me too it's like every single major plot point in that movie can be like predicted from day one like you can like walter white has terminal cancer right it's it's pretty obvious what's going to happen to this man but it's yeah it's still interesting to watch because you know what's going to happen like you know every you you can already guess like the majority of what he's going to do like all the whole point of the show is he breaks bad right like that's that's the point. <laughs> like, it's how his life becomes when he uh, when he joins, like, the, the drug trading. 
Right, and but the good stuff isn't in the, like the macro. Like it's that's the, what it's, I mean. The good when, stuff it's is not, in the micro, you know. It's not about the. It's not about the like major plot, right? It's just about watching and how they create tension and all that. Honestly, like I don't even need to like pay attention to Walter's character at all. Like that whole thing could be about Jesse, and like I would still be satisfied. Like Jesse's a really interesting character, like well fleshed out. He, sure. Like, yeah. He's like basically growing up right before your very eyes, you know. Like he's doing that like Captain Cook shit, and he's like acting like an idiot, and then yeah. he realizes, oh shit, like I could go big time, and then like Walter's mentoring him, and like that's cool. I like that kind of narrative too. Yeah. You also like the narrative where the DEA agent finds out that his brother is cooking meth. Yeah, I mean, like he seemed pretty retarded the whole time. He doesn't find out until, like, way too late. Yeah, but, I mean, that's, like... Okay, well, anyways, I, I don't even want to talk about it, because I haven't gotten to that part yet, but... Yeah. Oh, um, he, he didn't find out yet? No, but, like, I know what's going to happen, right? Like, it's right. like it's just... You can predict, like, 90% of what's going to happen, but yeah, it's still... Yeah, the way he finds out is pretty stupid, too. The, like, it's just, um... It's just so fun to watch. I don't know. Anyways, uh... Hey... We're the Foglers. This is episode 10, I think. The big 10 double digits, right? Yeah, 1 0. yeah. What did you do for your 1 birthday? My 10th birthday? Yeah. I don't remember. That's like that's like a big birthday for most kids. Uh, For me, it was like 5 or 6. I went to the bowling alley. <laughs> that's a pretty big birthday, yeah. Yeah. I still I got. I think like... I got. Huh? I still have like this bowling pin that the bowling alley gave me with like whatever deal my parents bought and everyone signed it that was at my party wow like all my cousins and shit it's a big deal still in my closet yeah <laughs> do you look up at it every day when you wake up yeah you're like damn shed a tear for the good old days that was my peak I want to go back to 2004 yeah no kidding <laughs> Said um, no one ever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit. I wouldn't mind two thousand four right now. When I was um, when I was ten, I think my birthday present was I got my first PlayStation, PlayStation Two. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. What kind of like games did you get with the PlayStation Two? Guitar Hero One. <laughs> oh yeah. So that was my first game ever, like ever. Dude, I didn't think you had Guitar Hero the way you took to it in college. I thought that was like a brand new thing for you. <laughs> no, I love it though. Like I was good at it, so I you yeah. Know, I just like yeah. doing what I'm good at. Yeah. For those that don't know, um, Nick, this guy Nick and I were they were all living in the dorm in college. We like teamed up, and I brought in what I brought in like a guitar. I think that's what the like the one piece they were missing. I brought in like the guitar, and. Uh, Ming would like literally hang out in Nick and Cameron's room for fucking, I don't know, like three hours a day, right? Mind you, and he still has class and shit. <laughs> yeah. And he would play Guitar days. Hero a lot. Like for a month straight, you played that. And it was always, uh, it was always Suck My Kiss. That was like your, your go to song by the no, Red it Hot was, Chili um, Cliffs of Dover, dude. Oh, actually, I did play that song a lot too, though. I just yeah. remember you changing the words to suck my dick, and you were just like, suck I my dick! So <laughs> clever. I was a real yep. piece of shit back then. 
I mean, I still am now, but right. Um, that was like Life four years on, ago, dude. dude. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Those are the good times. Did anything yeah. happen for your twentieth birthday? For my twentieth? Yeah. Where the fuck was I? See, I think it's like a. I, I know we already talked about this, but I think it's more of like a girl thing to really like emphasize your birthday. Yeah, Actually, in my in my family, it was never a thing. Like my dad was like, uh, my dad had like certain milestones, right? Like he like basically arbitrarily set them, like the drinking age, like at twenty one or eighteen or whatever. Like it's basically as arbitrary as that, and uh, it was. <laughs> When you're six, you get a big birthday party, and then when you're 13, you get a cell phone, or when you're nine or something, you get a cell phone, and, like, everybody, like, got it all at the same age, so it was like, oh, you're finally this age, like, here's your prize, or whatever the fuck, right? Was there a reason it was six and nine? No, I, I don't know. <laughs> no. I don't even remember what the actual ones were, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, do you have an actual topic for us today? Or yes. Do you want to? Okay, cool. Yes. Um, then let's talk. So, I've been doing these uh, photo edits, right? And, uh, like, you get to, like, basically do it. It's like Photoshop, but, like, I use, like, a free thing. You should look in look in general on Discord. Uh-huh. Here, I'm on it right now. I posted a bunch. Ooh. So like that goose? Yeah. I could I, that was like one of my first ones, so I could do that way better. But you see that green one with like the hat? Uh-huh. Can you tell me what that is? Like does it like show well? It's a hat and then there's like it's no, like, the green, the green thing that it's on. Oh. Click it. It's like, it's too dark, so you gotta click it. Oh, yeah, now it gets way brighter. Um, yeah. That's how it looked when I was building it. It didn't look that dark. Like, when I posted it to Discord, it just fucking... No, I don't know. What is it supposed to yeah, be? Yeah, the perspective is weird, but it's supposed to be like a bottle cap. Interesting. Yeah. And then I, I made the coffee cup gif. Oh, that's a GIF? Ooh. Yeah. So did oh, you hand make these? I made it in like in like the software, right? Yeah. So what you do is you take a photo and then you like zoom in and you trace around the photo and then you delete the photo out from underneath it and you're left with just the picture. Oh, okay. But I mean, so and then when it comes to the bottle cap one, the green one, like I traced a bottle cap. But then like I just drew the hat because I was watching Indiana Jones and then I like in the background is like wheat and I just handmade that. Like, I did all that by hand. That's crazy. I didn't know you so were, like, like, an artist. I mean, this is, like, all new to me. But, uh, I took a picture of a goose. I traced a goose. I took a picture of that flower. I traced the flower. And then that cup is, like, the Fogler's cup. Oh, yeah. The famous That's on our Fogler's cover. cut. Yeah. That's cool. So, what I want to do is, uh... There's a website called Giphy, right? And Giphy's, like, plugged into everything. Like, it's plugged into Discord, and it's plugged into Steam, and it's plugged into Tinder and shit. Yeah. So, I made an account, and if, like, I get, like, if I get a good amount of, uh, GIFs posted, like, I want to have, like, I want to have, like, a solid 10 of, like, good ones that I feel are good. 
you can submit your account to become like a brand or an artist and then they can approve you. And if you get approved, you get your shit like put on Snapchat. So if somebody like looks up coffee, like my shit could be there. Like the coffee cup could just be chilling there and they've stickery on Snapchat. Yeah, that's hella cool. Yeah, like you've, you've used those, right? The Snapchat stickers? I have not, no. But I don't, it's mainly because I don't use Snapchat. Well, yeah. I don't use emotes, really. I'm kind of like a sad piece of shit <laughs> when I'm like texting. I used to be like that. But then like with the whole podcast thing, it's like I want to learn how to do it so I can promote. Sure, yeah. Everything, it feels like everything needs emotes these days, right? Like Yeah, and like hashtags and like trending or whatever. Yeah. So, kind of tragic. Uh, this, this thing that I'm using, right? It's like Photoshop, but it's like, it's a free alternative and it's called a GNU image modification program. Okay. Or image. Yeah. Image modification program. So the freaking initials is called GIMP and everyone calls it GIMP. GIMP? Yeah. Have you heard of like. Have you heard of a gimp? Like, it's like a sex thing. <laughs> yeah, I know about the sex right? thing. Which is and kind like, of like... I'm just looking up tutorials for this thing, like, left and right, and I'm just typing in gimp to the internet. But, like, nothing nothing nefarious ever came up. Like, it was all Photoshop. So, I made the topic of this week's episode on fetishes. Nice! Cool. <laughs> Good stuff. I'm glad. Oh. <laughs> oh god. Um, you gotta like how I talked about like doing image online Photoshop stuff for yeah, I was, ten minutes and then it wound up at that. I was definitely not expecting that. Okay. <laughs> um Do we have to talk about our fetishes? Uh not necessarily, but I got like some fact I, I looked it up and like read the Wikipedia page and did all that stuff so I could tell you about some shit. Do you like ass or tits? Uh, both ass, I guess. Yeah, the way I look at it is, like, you have to work for an ass, right? But tits are kind of, like... There? Yeah, like, they're, like, naturally given to you, you know? Like, it depends on... Well, I, I'm i sure there's a way to, like... Without, without, like, plastic surgery, I'm sure there's a way to enhance your breasts, but I don't know the way, so I'm not... Oh... I guess having a baby. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But don't take that advice, please. Yeah, don't just have children. Even though we... Just to make your breasts big? Yeah. I mean, you could get a C-section, right? What? (laughs) Well, okay, what, what... So, when you're having a child, what's, like, your biggest concern? Besides uh, taking care of the child. Let's just say you have, you're have you lined up to give it to some family, right? So you're just doing it for the sole purpose of enhancing your breasts. Yeah, I don't think that that's a good reason to have a kid. No. <laughs> so you so that should it. be your first concern right there. <laughs> Why am I having a kid just to enhance my breasts? Yeah. And then your second concern might be like, fuck the American healthcare system. How much is this going to cost? I mean, you could just deliver it, right? Like, if your husband's really good at... Catching? 
Yeah, if he's like a delivery boy, then he can just deliver the. Like he can just do he's it. Like, he's like on a fucking bicycle with a basket. And like he's like, I'm here, honey. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucked, dude. That's yeah. pretty good. Babies come from the vagina, right? Yeah, that's where they come from. Yeah, not so, the stork, not the butt either. The stork. <laughs> That's good. Oh, man. Have you oh. seen that Vince Vaughn movie, Delivery Man? No. <laughs> Does he deliver babies? <laughs> so, the plot line of the movie is that he donated to a sperm bank, like, 500 fucking times, and then, like, they gave out his sperm, and he has, like, 500 fucking kids, and then they all are grown up and want to meet him. <laughs> Oh, I think it's a decent movie. I saw I saw the Simpsons parody that. Okay. But yeah, um, that's funny. I always like I always thought about that. If you were, um, like if you're just like an athlete, right, or like some like really, like obviously you're better than most people, most human beings, right? Because you can superior either superior genes. Yeah. Well, you get Aryan on me, or you're Nazi now. Yeah, well, more like a black Nazi. I'm like the guys from Get Out. You, do you ever watch that movie? No, I never saw that movie. What? You're telling me to watch all these movies? You haven't seen that movie? Okay, I can't even talk about this then. Okay, well, point is, in the movie, they talk about how black jeans are better than white jeans because, um, <sighs> so hard to talk about. Yeah, anyways, blacks are better than whites. That's all I'm trying to say. And <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't even remember what we were talking about. Now this is all I want to think about is how much better black people are compared to white people. Um, That's weird, man. Yeah, I mean, just think about it. They're cooler. They say cooler words. They run faster. Um. Well, dude, more you musically know that talented. Ming, you already know that I don't like to draw differences between. Just watch the movie, okay? Just watch the movie, and then we can talk about no, it. No, I mean, I've heard of this movie, and, like, I know what it was about. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about, dude? Uh, fetishes. Fetishes. So, Fuck, that doesn't... Okay, yeah. Basically, I was, I was approaching this from, like, a uh, scholarly point of view, not a perverted point of view. <laughs> okay, yeah, fair enough. Um... So, like, the word is, or, like, the the latest that they could trace it back, like, the smart people on the internet that write the articles, and I just read them. Uh, yeah. The earliest they could point it back is to, like, the 1600s. And uh, in Latin, it comes from, I probably shouldn't be pronouncing words, I don't know how to pronounce. Just give it your best shot. Factitious. Factitious. But, Facetious. I don't know. I never took Latin. But, uh, they defined it as made by art or artificial. Kind of got that vibe, right? Mm, so, like, yeah, what does I, that I have to it. do with sex? <clears throat> right? Right. Like, so, so, like, it didn't have anything to do with sex back then, which was how many, how many hundreds of years ago? Four, 400, 500 years ago? Yeah, it was a, years ago? definitely a while ago. Right. So, like, that it didn't emerge as like a like when you think of fetish you definitely think of like sexual deviancy like immediately right yeah like that's like what that word serves it's for like porn and whatever 
So, fun fact, it wasn't always like that. And then, in, like, the Middle Ages, in English, uh, I literally wrote fetus, but I don't know if it's pronounced like that, but that's what, that's what the internet said. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Uh, and it meant made elegantly or pretty. So, if you said fetish back in the day, in ye old England, it meant that you fucked with it and you liked the way it looked. <laughs> oh. Okay, see, How this is making that? more sense. No, no, no. This this actually gives, like, context to the word. Right, because then if it meant if it meant attractive, like, obviously, like, sexually attraction, like, I could see how it might, like, devolve and, like, become like that, you know? Yeah. So then another, the last origin story that I could tell you is that the romantic languages uh, kind of, like, associated with, like, magic or, like, sorcery. So that was, like, Spanish and, and Portuguese. And uh, the Portuguese used to, like, sail to Africa, right? When they were trying to, like, establish trade routes. Right, yes. And, like... And uh, yeah. the French picked up uh, fetishes, right? How Pretend I have a French accent. Fetishes is the, was the word they would use. And that was... I have it marked as the year 1760. And they would, like, say that word for, like, the charms they would bring back from Africa. They would, like, bring back, like like a little talisman or like a little like voodoo doll or whatever. And that was like the word they would use to describe that specific item. Okay. Yeah. That's, um, that makes sense. Like, so you're describing something that you like basically is the word. Right. Yeah. That would be meaning for fanish. Right. So and then, uh, I got, I guess I got more. I thought that was the last one, but I got more. Yeah. Okay. Shoot. Shoot. All right. And then this is a quote. Quote, a material object in which force is supposed to be concentrated is a fetish. Uh, end quote. And this was a guy in 1903. He lived in London. Fitzgerald Lee. J. Fitzgerald Lee. And he wrote that in his book. And uh, so basically it's like a material object which is supposed to have... Uh, which is supposed to be concentrated. Maybe, I, I don't know if I wrote this down right. But to me it's like power right so like the magic they used to call it magic and then now they call it power so like basically it's like the material object you're giving it like merit right you're like giving it like your attention yes okay so like i could see how the word would become that because it's like if it's your fetish you're definitely giving it your attention whether it's like aimed sexually or not right and then like shit just changes i guess yeah that's really cool. <laughs> um, that probably has less to do with the actual like that. I don't. I think the other meanings have a little more to do with the like the nowadays term for fetish. But right. It's still so, interesting that it came from that. Wikipedia has like separate articles. Like if you look up fetish, like they have like fetishism is like a whole different thing, and then they have a different Wikipedia page for sexual fetishism, which is like what we know it as and what is like commonly referred to. And, uh, on, on the Wikipedia page for sexual fetishism, they say, uh, they define it as a sexual fixation on a non-living object or non-genital part of the body. Whoa. And that's like, that's like the medical definition of, of fetish. 
it okay. See now we're now we're getting into some modern day territory, right? Right. That's yeah. the nerdiest thing I've ever said. But still, like I, I, I hold what I said. That makes like that makes sense. So were doctors saying it when they were like fucking each other? <laughs> I don't know. I think it has something to do with uh like the sixties, fifties, like housewife, like in sanatorium, what do they call those places? The nut house? The nut house. Just call it the nut right? house. Yeah. Con right, college. So like, I think it has something to do with like freaking Captain Kellogg's nut house and then like if some guy really fucking likes feet, they're gonna like call him sick and like lock him up in the nut house. Yeah. And they like need words to define it so that way it like looks like they're doing something like with, with academic merit. When really they're just like kind of poking their nose and like not helping anybody, and they're giving people electric shock treatment. So I'm sure it has some kind of like barbaric history from like more recent times. Yeah. Um. That's kind of disconcerting <laughs> when I think so like, about it. If you and I are in a casual conversation and we say fetish, we're definitely talking about like something depraved. We're talking about something raunchy, lewd. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I'm willing to bet. Not that long ago, it was like a scholarly thing to say. Like, if you said fetish, then it was like, oh, this man must have went to Oxford or Yale. Like, he's a scholar, you know, to know that word. So, how do you think it came? How do you think the evolution happened from scholarly word to, you know, raunchy type fox sex type shit? That's a good question. HBO I don't type know. sex. I just call it appropriation, I guess. Misappropriation. Well, hmm. I don't know. When I think, like, the, the image that you described earlier of, like, the nut house, could you imagine somebody, like, like a professor or something, and he, like, experiments on these nut cases just to, just to, like, get himself off, right? Like, he's just tripping off the power or whatever. Right, and, that's like and then fetish. like he really thinks it's a like a noble pursuit, and he really thinks that he's like doing something, but really he's just like fucking everyone's life over. Well, every bad guy thinks they're doing the right thing. When I don't think so. I think so. I think deep down in their heart, like they know they th- they truly think like what they're doing is like good. Right, Hitler wanted what was best for Germany. That's it. Right. Yeah, I mean, in the case of Hitler, for sure, he thought he was doing good. Right, and um, same with... Uh, but, like, in the case of, like, a rapist, you know, like, at some point in most rapists that aren't fucking complete psychopaths... Okay, well, that's... Head, <laughs> they're, like, thinking to themselves, oh, she probably, like, would not appreciate if I did this to her, but I don't give a fuck, because I'm, you know, I gotta get my rocks off, I gotta, I gotta, you know, do my thing. That's a little different, and I think, um... Like, their mind's obviously not in the right place, right? Like, they're thinking about... I don't know. The The point is, like, we're not we're not those people, right? So we can't... We don't know for sure, like, what they're thinking about or whatever, right. you know? I mean, but, I'm definitely not Hitler as well. Well, yeah. I mean, you are starting art, though, so who knows, right? But... <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a painting of German shepherds. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. Write a book. I think you're right, though. I think rapists know they're not doing the right thing. I mean, like... like the majority of them. 
Yeah, I mean like super villains. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like but isn't that fiction? Super super villains. I would call Hitler a super villain, <laughs> and America's the hero. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. They're just they're just that good, man. America just he they uh, what's the word? Save the day. They save the day every day. America. Yeah. That's... Back then I might have believed it, but nowadays it's kind of like uh did you say the Pledge of Allegiance every day in elementary yes. school? Yes. Did how, you? Yeah. How weird was that? Now that, that is I think weird. about it, that is some so, communist shit. When I was like in eighth grade or freshman year, I saw this episode of a TV show called "The Whitest Kids You Know." Are you familiar with this TV yeah, show? Yeah, I know what this is. Yes. So they have a skit. Where, like, the kids stay, get up and stay, say, say the pledge, and they're like, I pledge allegiance to America, and then, like, they said, and, like, I don't know, what is the words? It's like, uh, and then if we ever go to war, I promise to go over to the bad countries and shoot all the other kids. Like, they literally would, like, say that out loud. Hell yeah! <laughs> like, go America! The, yeah. yeah. Like, they made a satirical version of the pledge in that episode of, of yeah. the words, because, you know. And then we're gonna do coke. And then we're going to get bitches. And not just fat bitches either. Skinny bitches. Because that's how... That's America. Yeah. You know the um, typical, like, America, fuck yeah, type shit. Where they're, like, in tanks and it's, like, over the top and there's, like, explosions or whatever. Just that yeah, type of, course. of shit. Yeah. But, like, a majority of that in my, like, in my upbringing, whenever I saw that... 95% of the time, it was sarcastic. Well, yeah. But, like, there are still, like, really famous forms of medium that, like, aren't sarcastic. Like, have you seen Indiana Jones? I just got done watching Indiana Jones. I saw the first one. So, like, Indiana Jones is supposed to be, like, some kind of American hero, like, in the 30s. And he just comes and he's, like, you know, he's super good with chicks and he, like is super smooth and then like he comes and he always does the right thing and he like beats up nazis and shit it's just like i don't know it definitely that's how people like i feel like people (laughs) were drinking the dumb bitch juice they were drinking the kool-aid back then everyone have you you noticed in those movies it's always a foreigner that's like the enemy like in die hard right i'm pretty sure in die hard yeah like some foreign terrorist group and in indiana jones it's nazis and in every single drug dealer show, it's Mexicans, right? <laughs> it's just right. kind of like, damn. <laughs> like, Back to the Future. Like, Rocky. Have you seen Rocky? Rocky V. It's, um... Exactly, yeah. That's the one I'm talking about. It's uh, Creed, right? That's the bad guy? Well, not bad guy, Apollo, but... Yeah. The... Well, Apollo Creed is the first guy he fights in, like, the first one. But in the fourth one, he, like... He does. Uh, he goes to Russia and he like fights a Russian. Oh yeah. In the fourth one, specifically. <laughs> what the fuck is that plot, dude? Yeah, it's it like, was terrible. It's like what the fuck? Like I actually sat down and watched the whole thing, and I'm like, seriously? Like no wonder other people make fun of this fucking movie. Was that the movie where did that movie happen during the Cold War, when there was like big tension between the two countries? I'm guessing. I'm guessing it was somewhere around the 70s. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah. Dude, did you, um, Eric just taught me this. Did you know that in the Cold War, so they, there was the big space race, right? Like, the first one to get into space. 
or whatever. Yeah. And that's why civ- that's why in Civilization, one of the ways to win... Yeah, the victory conditions. Yeah, yeah. One of the ways to win is you're the first country to go into space. But anyways, besides that, um, so America, in like the 60s during the big space race... One of their first, uh, one of their first spaceship launches had a teacher in it, like just some random, like, I think she was a third grade teacher and she literally got chosen for like the send a teacher into space, like NASA program. Right. And that was the spaceship that like blew up in the air. Challenger. (laughs) The Challenger. Yeah. And then it, and then it came down and like... (laughs) I don't know. That's pretty crazy to think about. That the teacher was the one that got chosen to, like, die and fucking suicide. Can you imagine being in the classroom? Like, they definitely have, like, the kids are watching her go into space, right? Because it's their teacher. Right. And just to watch her, like, blow up. It's pretty fucking crazy. There's a Netflix series that just came out. There's a Netflix documentary that just came out on it. Yeah. That's, I might watch it. Because I've been, I've been interested in this for like a while now did you know that Dude, um, i learned about the challenger i learned about the challenger in like three different grades growing up in grade school like we talked about it a lot in grade school well i knew about it i just didn't like i just didn't really like think about it until now you know you, you know, know what how I mean? purdue has you know how purdue has the purdue calumet the purdue northwest like not lafayette you know how they have that other one yeah yeah at that at that campus they have like a it, they call it the challenger space center and like it's literally named after that and they talk about space and they educate like you can go there on a field trip and they like educate fucking third graders about space shit. Dude, it's huh. Why would so, they name it after like a disaster? It's like in honor. I guess, yeah. It's so sad, man. There's the fucking teacher. Did you know that yeah. um they they were originally going to not launch that day. Like, they weren't going to launch the ta- Challenger because the the reason it blew up was because of bad weather. Like, they, they had a miscalculation in their weather. So the day of the launch, the engineers were like, to NASA, they were like, um, okay, we can't launch today. Like, it's fucked today. There's, like, high winds and shit. And NASA yeah. was behind schedule. Like, you know, like, they had, like, a quota to meet because the government was um, funding the space race right and they wanted right. to be ahead in the space race so they were like no we ha- like we have to launch today like we have to do it today so yeah it's pretty yeah, fucked that that story like that definitely shows up in like a lot of movies too yeah. like that same idea like not not even regarding space but like some guy that's like we need the profits or like we, we're crunched on time or whatever yeah some like arbitrary deadline right that you have uh-huh. to meet and because of that something bad happens yeah it's crazy like, man so when i watch movies i'm not sitting there watching rocky 4 thinking like yeah rocky's gonna go beat up the russian guy <laughs> like i'm more like watching the movies that are basically either making fun of that or like it's some like rich asshole and then like something bad happens to him because he's a rich asshole yeah like i like it in movies when assholes like get paid back which in most movies they do but that's unrealistic and not like real life yeah you don't like seeing the bad guy win is that what you're saying no not really i mean like unless the bad guy is really the good guy yeah like there are some people where it's just like i fuck with the bad guy you know 
Well, I would say Walter White is the bad guy in Breaking Bad. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Anyways, um, before we take a break, I want to shout this teacher out because I think she deserves a shout out. Um, Krista McAfee. It's um, Krista, and then you spell it M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. That's the woman that was in the Challenger? Yeah, that was the teacher. Um, yeah. Let me look up, like, what grade did she teach? It, it had to have been, like, elementary school. I remember this. We could find out what she said and, like, make her quote of the week if she said anything that was, you know, yeah, relevant. I'll make her quote of the week for sure, because... Like, I, I don't know. Just something like this has to be remembered, right? It's so tragic. And, that the, topic, to her. and the topic of this episode is supposed to be fetish. <laughs> My <laughs> fetish is this woman. Oh, man. <laughs> the challenge, it's the Challenger Space Shuttle. Dude, it, fetish? it even says her resting place on the Wikipedia. How fucked up is that? Well, you could probably just, like, go there and, like, leave her flowers. Since you feel so passionate about it, apparently. Well, it is in New Hampshire, so it's, it's kind of far. It's kind of far. I mean, hop, skip, and a jump, right? Did she know she got an award for getting blown up in the Challenger? Yeah, that's fucking weird, right? She like, got... you get, like, a war... Like, that's, like, a war thing. Like, if yeah. you die in war, you get a medal. It's the Congressional Space Medal of Honor. Uh, awarded to any astronaut who, in the performance of his or her duties, has distinguished himself or himself or herself by exceptionally materious efforts and contributions to the welfare of science. Yeah. She died, so they were like, well... Well, we better give her an award. <laughs> we better give her something. <laughs> Participation trophy. Yeah. So, rest in peace, Krista McAfee. sound right is your attitude my attitude towards women i was gonna say the challenger space center or (laughs) space shuttle references yeah honestly though like i never really gave a shit i mean it's just like like it sucks that it happened and like whoever was responsible should feel bad and sink into a deep depression. Like, I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I rushed it, you know? Yeah, I hope that guy killed himself, honestly. Because, like... And, like... I don't know how you could live I could imagine yourself. myself being, like, a seven-year-old kid and being mm-hmm. like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna go see the space shuttle. Like, my dad's taking me to the fucking space shuttle. I got an American flag on a goddamn stick. <laughs> yeah, that would be a real... In China. That'd be a real turning point in your life. If you just, if you were there at the space launch and you were like seven years old, if you were 50 years old, that'd be a big turning point in your life. Yeah. Just to watch that happen. But my thing is, I think that like a seven-year-old, it would make them less patriotic, right? It would make them like less uh, 
pro-America, right? It would, it would make them rally under the American flag less, but I feel uh, like a 50-year-old... Okay. I feel like a 50-year-old, it would make them rally and more patriotic and rally more. Okay, why do you say that? Because, like, when tragedies happen, like September 11th and shit, everybody, everybody, like, all of a sudden gives a shit now. Like, before, like, two days before September 11th, like, how many people were walking downtown New York looking at all the other fellow Americans going, like, oh, what a fucking piece of shit that guy is. Like, get the fuck out of my way in traffic. Like, I hate everybody, you know? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, thousands of people die and now we're all cool. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, okay. Fair enough. I think for like, the... The psychology behind it is, is like, it's counterintuitive and people just need to live every day like it's... They need to live like themselves every day. Like they need to like say, okay, if somebody took a snapshot out of my life today and it was the only day that they could look at me, what would they think of me? Like, what do I want to present myself as? And they need to live every day like that as what they want to be presented as. Yeah. Um, I remember I was reading about this, like, it's like this psych psychology theory that humans, um, just like people in general, emotionally uh they can't process like a tragedy like they can't they can't cement like a tragedy in their mind like them getting broken into or you know like a car accident or something it all of that eventually goes away right and you have like time fades that away and you stop thinking about it the only thing that will like reside with humans forever is death right death is like what it takes for for that maybe that's like advantageous too yeah i mean it can work both ways right like what if what if a human was born without that kind of like ability to repress and then like they basically would destroy themselves like going crazy like obsessing over negative things that happened in their past and then all of a sudden you know they destroy themselves and they're not able to reproduce i'm talking about natural selection of course yeah okay i mean i think it's like i don't know it's just it's just kind of interesting to think about right because like have you had a lot of important deaths in your life no no and i think like once you do it'll be a big turning point for you like that'll be like your like people have died in my life but, like, my problem is that I never even gave a shit. Like, not even when they died, but, like, I'm talking about when they were alive. Like, I didn't give a fuck. Like, I don't care. Yeah, but you know? when someone you care about dies, then that's going to be, like, a real thing for you. Right. You know? Like, right. Yeah. Like, I don't want to talk about this too long because it's, it's depressing. And then, of course, but... like, unexpected death is, like, a major factor, right? Because, like, if somebody you know is, like, you know... Like, my grandpa, my grandpa's turning 94, right? Right. So, like, if my grandpa died, I would be well-equipped to deal with it, because, like, homeboy's 94. Sure, yeah. I know it's coming, you know? Yeah. Uh, But if it, for instance, my brother died, if my brother's 20 now, like, if my brother all of a sudden died, like, I would not be equipped to handle it, because, like, holy shit, you know, he's 20 years old. Yeah. Exactly. And that'll probably stick with you, like, for life, you know? Exactly. So, yeah. Did you know that um, Michael Jordan, 
his dad died when he was like 50 and uh it was it was completely random like it was literally cuz he pulled off like his dad pulled off on the road and then some people were looking to hijack a car so they killed him and they took his car like it could have been literally yeah, it could have been anyone else right but it just so happened to be Michael Jordan's dad that was there right but I mean, do you think he would say like I'm Michael Jordan's father, and like all of a sudden they would stop? No, because I, I think they just killed him. Like they just didn't. Yeah. They just wanted his car. So. Right. Yeah. It's pretty fucked up. Don't kill people. Yeah, please don't kill people. Why would you ever kill someone? Unless you were like a drug kingpin, and somebody was snitching on you to the DEA, then you might kill them, right? Maybe. Yeah. Would you, like, would you not? Would you, well, I don't really ever see myself in that situation. <laughs> would you give them a stern talking down to? Like, you are losing your pay <laughs> What salary. you did is bad. Go sit in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. I watched, uh, this isn't a spoiler at all, because he's in the, he's in the show for, like, like, literally five minutes. Um, Danny Trejo, or whatever. Right. He gets his right. head chopped off. That was yeah. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. That whole scene was just crazy. Anyways, called him Tortuga. Tortuga. Looks like he didn't win the race, huh? Oh, yeah, the rat race. <laughs> well, everyone ended up dying in that scene. If you think about it. Speaking of rats, is that your fetish? Well, I was. Huh? Is that is rats your fetish? Is that what you were gonna say? <laughs> No, but while I was while I was researching <laughs> fetishes, oh no, uh, people people do like experiments on rats to find out their like sexual habits, I guess, because it's like studying animals. Yeah, but they don't. Could you imagine? That's that's fucked. Okay, yeah, I'll let you finish. Sorry. Could you imagine being a researcher and it's like, hey Ming, what do you do? You meet somebody at a party. What do you do for <laughs> a living? I watch rats. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I watch animals fuck, baby. That's yeah. what zookeepers do. I bet they yeah, take they a do. lot. I bet they take a lot of fucking pleasure in that. Like initially, if you were a zookeeper, right? Let's say you were a zookeeper for like twenty years. Initially, when you watch the animals start fucking, you're like, oh my god. But like after like two or so years, you're gonna you're gonna sit down and you're just gonna watch them, and that's gonna happen for the next eighteen years. <laughs> and you're just gonna you're just gonna turn into like some fucking creep that just watches like you see like a couple making out on the bench and you're just like observing them like intently you know what i mean yeah those guys that's called voyeur that's called voyeurism that's a fetish voyeurism. what watching yeah. animals fuck or just watching people fuck well i'm sure if it was animals it would be like voyeurism and like a little bit of extra something something on top of that but like just watching people and like basically the the fetish is that like they're unaware that you're watching them and like that's what people get off on from my understanding. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Like like a hole in the wall that, you know, nobody knows about or whatever the fuck. So it's not like or porn like, because they know you're watching you in porn, right? Well, I mean there's also like voyeur porn, like you can like basically it's like a secret recording, right? Like hidden camera. Yeah, but that's really fucked up. 
<laughs> yeah, it is fucked up, but it's it's a thing that people will That's enjoy. Super fucked up. Can we talk about? Okay, so um, here's something that since we're just on this subject, we'll get back to fetishes soon. I promise. Um, yeah. One more thing I want to talk about. Have you ever heard of girls do porn? Is it, is this name familiar with you? Maybe, probably. You've probably seen I, some I videos because they used to be really yeah. They're huge. But I mean, like, there's a lot of fucking porn places. There's a lot of different porn, like, yeah. you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. logos in the corner of videos and shit. So it's been, it's probably been like a year since I've read about this. So I'm, I might get some of this information wrong. But basically, there was this company that used to ask girls to model for them. Like, they would send out modeling ads, right? And they specifically targeted, like, beginner modelers, right? Like, you've never modeled right. before you know so they don't know what it's going to be like on studio and yeah. they don't have any expectations so yes. when the girls would these are the girls stories when they would get to the modeling agency right when they would get there there was like 10 like mean looking guys in a room right and they would they would constantly watch the girls and make them feel like really uncomfortable and then the guy there would like basically pressure them into porn like um like, you know, they were they were making them feel uneasy, and the guy was like, oh, yeah, we do modeling, but we don't really do that. Like, you're not going to get paid for that much. You're going to get paid for doing this, right? Doing the porn. And Have you seen It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Uh, I've seen the first two seasons. I haven't seen anything else. I don't know which one it's, which season it's in, but there's, like, a, a thing where Dennis, like, takes a girl on a boat. Do you know that thing? No. So... He basically takes her out on a boat and like they're in the middle of the sea and like he's explaining to Mac and he's like, but she won't say no because of the implication. Like, yeah, the, the implication being that they're on a boat in the middle of the ocean and it's like you can do anything you want out there. Yeah. Right. And uh, that's the, yeah, that's the exact same thing, but like in real life and like not funny. Yeah. So it's like there's like pressure. Right. And it's like if you're a yeah. girl and you're surrounded by like a bunch of guys that are making you feel uncomfortable. Right. You're not going to be in your like you're not going to be in the zone. And one of the one of the main things that these guys told the women was that these porn videos would only be like in Russia. Like they were only going to be um, they would never leave Russia's like, you know, Internet circle or whatever. It would only be for those guys. Well, that's what J Rock says. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they these girls end up getting they kind of get tricked into doing the porn, and then they don't even get paid for it. Like they they get told yeah. that they're not like they'll they'll send the checks later. And it's these people that had literally no interest in doing porn, right? Like they didn't they weren't even thinking about it. And now they're yeah. on like a bunch of American porn sites, and they're like the top yeah. video, right? Anyways, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, these guys got sued. Those guys are fucking predators, dude. Yeah, well, they're in jail. I think. I hope they're in jail because it was so fucked. Like reading that story, and did you know like Mia Khalifa only ever made thirteen thousand dollars? That's a lie. That that's a lie. That's a lie. Yeah, that's a lie. That's hundred percent a lie. She's just saying that to remove the videos, which like, I don't blame her. Right, like she's so huge that that like the porn is probably more of like a stain on her on her like well, fame than it is at first at first i'm sure it ruined her life but she seemed to have leaned into it pretty nicely with the way she's on snapchat and shit well at first she embraced like, it she didn't have a choice probably you know but to be public at first she was like this is like my you know i'm i'm uh fuck what was it 
Lebanese, I'm Lebanese, and, like, that's, like, very shunned upon, right? They usually wear hijabs, and they're not, women aren't allowed to express themselves or whatever. And, yeah, like, you're religious. Like, yeah, it's part of the religion. And she, she said, like, one of the whole reasons she was doing it was so that she could act out and, like, show women, like, empowerment or whatever, you know? But now, like, now that she's so big, I think that, por- like, that porn was, like, it's like a stain now, you know? Like, it's not doing good for her career, and, like, she wants people to look at her as, like, a model, not as, like, a porn star. You know what I mean? Right, 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 So, right, right. it's, like, yeah. But she definitely made more than 13000 Are you kidding me? Like, no. They're, um... Well, I heard, I saw a clip of her going on the news, like, forever ago, like, five years ago. Well, you say what she, you... That's what she said, You so. say what you have to say, because you want to win in court, so... Right. It makes sense. I never, I never thought... The thought never crossed my mind that she would be lying about it. Yeah, I mean, I hope she wins, dude. I like, I respect that woman. She's made, she's hustled, you know. She's she's done what she had right. to do, and like, I hope she wins that case. But she definitely didn't. She made more than thirteen thousand. Like, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, Mia Khalifa didn't really have any fetishes, did she? I guess. I mean, like, if you're sexually attracted to the hijab. <laughs> then that's a fetish <laughs> non non uh living object i guess yeah i'm attracted to women that have like dots on their forehead you know what i'm talking about are you really or are you just being a jackass <laughs> i don't even know at this point <laughs> oh lord I wonder what that dot's Anyway, for. the thing I was saying about rats... Yeah, rats, sorry. Is, ...is that they, like, did an experiment with rats, right? Yeah. So, like, they had a rat, like, a young rat, and their first uh, sexual encounter, they would, like, have them wear, like, this Velcro jacket, right? So, a random thing, right? Like, yeah, that's, like... I don't like, know who came up with this idea. Velcro jacket, that's what they wear at, like, nut houses, right? No, 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 no. It's just, like... It was about, like, the texture, I think. Okay. Like, that it was, like, a distinct... Like, they would remember being wrapped in Velcro, you know? Like, they would remember that feeling. Right. Anyway. Okay. They, they like, made sure that they were wearing it during their first sexual encounter. And then, like, they became to, like, not be able to get aroused without it. Without the, the Velcro jacket? The jacket. Yeah. Wow. So, like... They basically synthesized a fetish in a rat and, like, made, they, like, took the rat's, you know, sexuality and made it intentionally fetishized. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. And then there was another one where they would, like, put lemon in uh, their, like, like, uh, bed, like, in their bedding as, like, like a, like, like as a newborn right right and uh they would like make it like lemon scented and then they like basically gave them opportunities to mate with uh girl rats and they would like put lemon on some of the girl rats and like make some of the other girl rats like just like normal and then the ones that were like raised in the bed with lemon almost always preferred the girls that were you know lemon scented with like the perfume or whatever jesus and then, like, the guys, the, okay. the guy rats that, like, were just in a normal bed didn't give a fuck. And they would, like, mate with all the other girls, like, equally. Yeah. 
Jeez. So yeah, like scientists seem to believe that fetishes occur in your mind as like a young child before you even start having sex. That's a thought, yeah. Yeah, which is like some Sigmund Freud ass shit. That is but... some Sigmund Freud ass shit. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. How do you feel about rat testing? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> fuck them up, dude. I don't give a fuck about rats. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of don't either, honestly. But I kind of do, like in my own way. I don't know. Anyways, that's fucked. <laughs> like, I, don't, I, don't know I think there's a lot to learn. It. Like, it's worth, it's worth the learning. I mean, like, <clears throat> I don't think any respectable truly scientific researcher that's like well educated is out there fucking torturing these rats you know yeah i get it um but like elect electrodes to the brain i'm i'm kind of cool with it as long as you know what you're doing but then like anything else further beyond that is probably you know if you get worse than electrodes to the brain you're probably torturing rats <laughs> yeah but how like is that a bad thing? Would you feel bad about torturing rats? Uh I think it would have to serve a good purpose, right? But I can't think of any like solid purpose off the top of my head. Yeah. Like for what reason would that what do you stand to gain? Literally you know? it's like some horror movie like you know, scenario where they're like testing rats for the good of mankind or some shit, you know? I mean, if you could come up with the cure to coronavirus, torture all the fucking rats you want. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but I don't think that those are related. Dude, what if rat saliva was the key to coronavirus? Yeah, but then you got bubonic plague in replace in replace of it. You, well, yeah, bubonic plague is probably worse than coronavirus. Because that shit's pretty bad. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Did you know that AIDS came from having sex with a monkey? Everyone says that, but how would they know? They don't. That's the point. There's no proof that... Like, who was who there, you know? That's why you can say whatever you want. Like, that's that's the point. Because... So they have a word for that? I watched a video about it to, like, learn more about, like... You know how everyone says coronavirus came from bats? Yeah. Like, everyone seems to think some guy in China, like, fucking ate a bat, like Ozzy Osbourne. And it invented a new disease right so they call that zoological transmission oh god and uh oh god basically what oh god okay zoological transmission yeah and i think that's the word and basically it's like bats have like a fucking shit ton of diseases but like they have like crazy ass immune systems so you never know how it's going to react in a human when it gets, like, moved over. But, like, that's how all animals are. That's why, like, swine flu happens and, like, mad cow disease and shit. Yeah, of course. Like, it's it's not... It doesn't affect humans, <clears throat> but then, like, humans can give it to the cow. And then the cow is all of a sudden has mad cow disease. Mad cow disease. Yeah. Coronavirus did come from a bat. But, like, it's usually... It's usually blood to blood, right? That's how AIDS is transferred, is, um... I mean, like, it's not confirmed, though. Like, that's, like, the running scientific theory. Like, I don't know. All I have to say is, you don't know, you aren't there. Yeah, fair enough. Everyone just wants something to blame, you know? They want... Right, yeah, people want answers. Yeah. But I think that, like, a majority of people that, like, put so much stock into that are, like, saying fucking ignorant-ass shit. 
they just want to feel better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So. And then some people legitimately believe like the Chinese government put this shit out there and it's like, I think that's a, like a stretch and a half, you know? When you're just describing religion in a nutshell. And then that's like, it's all tied in with patriotism and like nationalism and fascism. And it's like, fuck. Well, human, they're, right? yeah, people are hive minds, you know? They just want to like. People are retarded. Well, yeah, but they're also hive minds and that's what makes them retarded. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're I not hive minds man. though. We're we're two fucking geniuses with a talking platform telling you exactly what right. you should be thinking. So just listen to us. Exactly. Yeah. Just like, just listen <laughs> we're to us. Create our own hive mind. <laughs> the Fogler's <laughs> hive mind. Do you think you're charismatic? Join enough? the hive mind at discord.gg forward slash. Yeah. No, seriously, please. <laughs> you can join the hive. You can be a part of this. Let's make a new voice channel and call it Hive Mind. The Hive Mind. <laughs> <laughs> or like make a new text channel where like everything gets deleted there unless you post pictures of bees. Ooh, now you're talking. <laughs> we could be a bee podcast. Dude, I don't know anything about bees to be able to talk about it every week. How long do you think we could talk about bees for? If we if we, if we if we had five hours to research like bees. Do you think we could talk about it for 10 hours? Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't. How, how long do you think we could talk about the giant bees in Futurama? <laughs> Probably 20 minutes. <laughs> okay, then that's how, long, that's how long we could talk about bees. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I want to explain every reference because, you know, that's what good hosts do so what win is talking about is in futurama there's an episode where they're supposed to deliver no no they're just supposed to get honey from like this big it's like this big beehive in the middle of space the bees are in like a solid three different episodes i think they are yeah well i'm just gonna i'm just gonna talk about the first one because that's the yeah that's like their the highlighting yeah. It turns out these bees are like huge fucking bees that are like mutated to just kill on site and they're like very dangerous and they'll probably like if they sting you, they'll probably insta kill you because they're just so big and the stinger will go right through your body. So yeah, that's that's what we're talking about. What happens? They don't die, do they? I I haven't seen that episode in forever. It just so happens that uh the bees killed the last crew of the Planet Express. No, that was Moby Dick. In the very, in like the first or second episode, uh, they're like, "Oh, we don't have the proper career chips," and then the professor's like, "As luck would have it, I happen to save my last crew's chips," and he like takes out an envelope, and on the side of the envelope it says, "Contents of space wasps' stomach." Oh, well. What about? I thought the last crew died from Moby Dick. Do you remember the Moby? Maybe Dick that episode? was like maybe that was like the fir- I think that was the first Planet Express crew. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was the very first one. You're right. And they make like they make like dumbass meta jokes like I'm the captain and I'm like full hearted and I'm not gonna let any type of whale stop us now. Yeah. And like Leela said the same type of shit. It's yeah. literally that episode. I don't want to explain it because that episode's literally Moby Dick. But it's a happy ending instead of everyone dies. Yeah, I never read Moby Dick. It's just about ego and how you need to drop your ego. Dude, you know the episode where uh, Fry goes to the robot insane asylum? 
Yeah, that one's fucked up, dude. I I actually have a hard time watching that one. Really? Yeah. I just watched this movie with Jack Nicholson in it. It was called One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, and oh, like yeah, that's a that good episode one. of Futurama, I didn't know it, but that like I watched that movie, and literally that episode of Futurama is just making fun of that movie. Okay, that makes sense. That like half the jokes in there are like from from the, from that movie. Dude, everything in The Simpsons is a reference, at least in the first ten seasons, I would say. A majority of shit in Futurama as well. Yeah, yeah. it's just. And Family Guy is literally taking that to the next level, right? Like, they're not even subtle about it. They're just going to say, oh, yeah, you remember when that one celebrity did this that one time? Well, here you go. We're going to show yeah, it again. Basically. Right. Yeah, basically. Um, right. Do you remember that episode where they made the iPhone in Futurama? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I've been getting yeah. so many YouTube recommendations for Futurama clips. Have you also been getting these? So many what recommendations? YouTube recommendations for Futurama clips. Oh, that must be nice. Well, not really. It's like they make it as clickbaity as they can, so it's usually showing like right. Amy and Leela like naked or some shit. But dude, um, that's how we get a million followers, and then we link them into the fo- into the Foglish podcast. All you gotta <laughs> do is click Futurama. <laughs> uh, I want to clickbait. I could probably, huh? I could probably do it at a better quality than those motherfuckers. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, the big thing you have to worry about is copyright. So the here's here's a little lesson on copyright one way you can get around it very easily if you want to post discolor nah that sucks dude discolor takes away from the scene you can just reverse it you know what i'm talking about so if fry is like entering from the left door yeah he'll just enter from the right door and um like that's that's easy right yeah that's smart so there you go if you want to if you want to do that like they can't copyright you for that so yeah have you seen Fortnite's thing? Like, you know how Epic is, like, all pissed off at Apple? Yeah, I know about this. I actually wanted to talk about so, this, like, but, uh... And then Fortnite came up with that, uh, like, parody of the commercial that they used to have in, like, the 80s. Dude, yes. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. 1984. I didn't even know... I didn't even know the commercial. I just knew the episode in Futurama when they get the iPhone, and then he, like, smashes the TV. He's like, hey, we were watching that. Have you ever read 1984. <laughs> Talking about George Orwell? Yeah. That's what all those commercials no, are based that. off of. Because they're... Uh, really? Yeah. Because... That, so the original Apple commercial, it came out in 1984. So it was a reference to the book. And in the book, they're talking about, you know, oppressing society. So in the commercial, you see the girl running up, right? And he's like, they're all... all there's like a bunch of people in the room and they're all obeying like... And they're hypnotized, whatever. Yeah, they're all like looking at this talking head on the screen and then the girl comes and then she throws the computer into the what sledgehammer oh yeah sledgehammer whatever dude point is that never happens in the book but it's a reference to the book and then everybody's referencing that can we talk about Fortnite for like two minutes so the way that epic is like targeting these kids and they're basically like oh we are fighting for you right we are like well mostly they're fighting for developers no, they're fighting for themselves. So I hope they win. I hope that they rule in favor of Epic. It, well, I don't really care because like, I think they're. Both... I know they really just want to make the money. Like I know they want to take the thirty percent. Yeah, like they just want the thirty percent for themselves, right? They don't want to give it to Apple. Yeah. they want to keep it for themselves. The way they're advertising it to kids is like you can fight for something bigger than yourself, right? If you if you go on social media and like rag on Apple or whatever, sign our petition, yeah, sign our petition, whatever. 
And, like, yeah. these kids truly think they're, like, making a difference, when in reality they're just being sucked into capitalism and... Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen any of that. Obviously, they're definitely, like, they're pulling their weight with Fortnite, like, propagating. Like, it's all propaganda. Yeah, of course. Of course. And think about it, if you're, like, I mean, if, you... if you're, like, seven, dude, and you play on, like, you play Fortnite on your phone, and all of a sudden you can't play it anymore, of course you're gonna be pissed. Like, you don't care about anything else. Right. You just want to play your game, so... So, if Epic won, I'm an Android user for reference, people. If Epic won, like, just imagine a world where, like, third-party people, like, all want to make an app store. Like, that's going to open up so many apps to my phone at, like, such cheaper prices or and or free, you know? Sure, like, yeah. If, if there was an app store that advertised that they're, like, gimmick, right? So, say you made an app store is... We're going to have all games, right? Like a game thing, but we're not going to run ads on any of our games. So if we have Flappy Bird, it's not allowed to run ads, you know? But then the problem, like, the problem with that was... I would download that shit in a heartbeat. I don't care if the app store costs 10 bucks because I'll get so many out, so much out of it, you know? The problem is exclu- uh, exclusivity, right? So some apps will... Um, they'll sign contracts that are Right, like, which Epic is a big fan of. Yeah, so... And that's like some Netflix ass yeah, shit. Yeah, that was gonna like be my Netflix, prime example. Disney, yeah, was that street like video streaming, right? Think about how and many sometime. there was Netflix, right? That was the OG one. That was the one that was very successful to begin with. And then Hulu came up, and then all of these other video streaming services. Like every company wants their own video streaming service, so they take away like you know they take away certain things. I remember. Futurama used to be on Netflix, and now it's not. <laughs> now it's on Hulu, right? So they just they're uh-huh. just taking away shit, and eventually, you know, you have to pay for you have to pay like membership for all these different places if you want to watch. Bro, I forgot about Hulu. If you want to watch like three shows, yeah, it sucks, dude. I hate Hulu. I've never had it. I hate it with a passion. Like it's not just not only is it a bad company, but like the program. I mean the uh, like the app itself is just terrible. Like it, yeah, bad tech support it, and bad optimization and yeah, it just fucking nothing, sucks. Nothing like, good. Yeah, I I don't know. It's literally, it's like a. They need more servers, probably. It's like a program from like two thousand four. It's like I'm using AOL to watch yeah. my videos, and it's like, fuck, like, what the fuck? Like, how, how are you guys not up to date on this technology? Like, you guys probably make millions every day. Come on. So personally, for me, and the exclusivity of like video games or like television programs, that does not affect me. Because I'm the kind of guy that is just going to go and play something else or watch something else. Like, I play fucking Dota 2, for Christ's sake. Like, I'm not picking. Yeah. If it's free and it's there and it's decent, I'm going to play it, you know? Also... Like, I play, I play Fortnite, but only because it's free. If it wasn't free, I would never fucking pick it up. Dota 2 players really only play Dota 2. They don't really play anything else. At least when you're playing well, it, playing I play, it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I play a lot of Age of Empires lately. Yeah, see, that's just two in the same family, you know? Yeah, they I are. I really would say that. Um, I want to talk about one more thing with fetishes before, because we're kind of going... We definitely should talk more about fetishes. Like, I don't know what I'm going to title the episode if it's not about fetishes. Well, I like I like this format. Don't don't worry. I think it's fine. Yeah, no, we're, I'm having fun. Um, and yeah. I don't know. Do you want to, like... We could go for two. We can go to two hours, or we could cut it off. It doesn't matter to me. Let's just cut this whole part that we're talking about it off. We'll go for two hours, cause I I, I got okay. more I want to ask. Um, so about fetishes, when 
how many when i when i think of fetishes right there's definitely a part of me that thinks people do it for like the power trip do you know what i mean and i hate to bring breaking bad back into it but the whole point of breaking bad is how walt like figures out how to power trip and how to like what like having power is like you know so Right, in the, and his brain went from dormant to, like, firing off fucking endorphins left and right. Exactly, yeah, to, like, dopamine rush every two seconds, so... Uh-huh. Um, and then, like, he kills somebody, and it's, like, heavy, and then, like, he has to find... He has to kill six more people the next time. Yeah, that's pretty crazy, right? Blow up a building with a fucking rock made out of chemistry. Yeah, that part's so cool, dude. That's probably the best yeah, that scene, part is right? cool. Like, holy shit. This is not crystal meth. This? is not meth dude i like brian cranston dude i watched like the welcome in the middle so it's like Me it's too. so weird to see him like this <laughs> like it's good i like it don't get me he's so good in that role but like yeah he's so like good. holy shit man kind of scares me sometimes but anyway the whole brain thing right like i was just talking about endorphins and like shit tripping off yes so there was this one specific case that like got referenced on this like when I was researching this, I watched a couple of YouTube videos and like read the Wikipedia article and like looked up the dictionary definition and those were like the three things I did. Uh-huh. The extent of my scholarly pursuits. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Oh, no wonder man. I dropped out of college. Oh man. <laughs> I used Wikipedia for everything in college, so don't worry. I love Wikipedia. It's so good. But that's, that, I could do a whole episode about how much I love Wikipedia. That was actually one of my podcast top um ideas was it was gonna be best on of Wikipedia on the Google Doc for us? Yeah, it well it was gonna be uh yeah. it wouldn't be like a Fogler's thing. It would be best of Wikipedia and we just like we Oh, every episode is a Wikipedia page. Yeah, and we just talk about like a Wikipedia thing. Because like they are so fun to read, man. Have you ever just sat down and read a Wikipedia page? They're yes. Interesting Every time I want to know something, fun. I read the Wikipedia page yeah. from top to bottom. I read the Challenger Wikipedia page just now, and like, uh-huh. it's it's great. I try to read like yeah. at least once a week. So, yeah. Anyways, continue. Sorry, I didn't mean to get uh, circled jerk Wikipedia like that. So, dude, anytime, anytime. <laughs> do, do you donate to them? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so dude they're literally like, i don't donate to anyone dude. oh my god they're literally they were literally like begging for it this year they were like please they do it like every they do it like every couple of years but they seemed pretty desperate this year they were like we really need your money this time like we are not joking around this is not some trivial matter oh god but uh so there is this one specific case where this one guy was very sexually attracted to get this safety pins. Oh god. So oh. random uh. ass thing, right? Like dude loves safety pins. Don't know don't know what it was about. I don't know why. Don't know if he liked to get poked with I think them. he just likes pain. I don't know. It could be something to do with like diapers or some shit. Because <laughs> that's what you use to hold up a diaper. Yeah, fair enough. And that is a thing. That we don't need to talk about. That's the last I'm bringing it up. Diapers? So. Yes. No. They give this guy surgery, right? Yeah. And they chunk out a piece of his fucking brain. Oh, God. Right? Lobotomy. Lobo-ectomy. They called it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy made a full recovery and he he, he wasn't sexually attracted to safety pins anymore. What? Yeah. What did they lobotomize? 
Apparently, they, like, cut out wherever his brain was that was fucking with sexual safety pins. That's crazy. Right? That's so crazy. Could they remove, like, memories of your brain? Probably not. Otherwise, they would. Right? Unless that's some secret CIA shit we're not supposed to know yet. Yeah. Wow, that is... You just kind of blew my mind, honestly. (laughs) Dude, I don't care how fucked up my brain is. I don't want any part of it removed. Think about, like, um, so I just recently played this game called Lisa the First. And I would rec- I actually wouldn't recommend it, because it's very, it's very sad. Basically, the whole game is, like, it's like an exploration game of this one girl's, like, brain. And the thing is, she was, like, abused as a kid, right? Like, her dad was, like, a real piece of shit to her. I would, like, rape her uh. and, like, you know, do all sorts of bad stuff. And even in her brain, she would try to escape, like memories of getting abused or whatever but everywhere she went in her brain it was just like pictures of this man cropping up again they were just abusing her and even at the end of the very game like once you discover everything and you know whatever you get to like the most like neural part of her brain like it's like the deepest darkest thoughts of like what she's thinking and you meet her mom right for the first time and it turns out her mom passed away but as soon as they have like a happy moment where they're like meeting the mom turns into the dad and the game ends and like and it shows game over and it's really depressing anyways you could Dang. you could um you could remove that from your life right cuz a big part of abuse victims is that they can't forget what happened they constantly have to like remember that thing that happened to them it's really hard to live that down so being able like i'm just thinking being able to do something like that would be so revolutionary you know obviously I don't mean for this to be used in, like, regular terms. I kind of feel the same way about abortion, where, you know, you're not aborting babies for, like, you're not just doing it, like, willy-nilly, right? You're doing it because you got raped or, you know, whatever, right? Anyways, just food for thought. Uh, That's really, it's really interesting that they were able to just, like, remove that and he doesn't think about it anymore, right? That's also a Futurama episode. Yeah, it's it's also a Futurama episode for sure. But, like, that's not real. Or, like, you're talking about the safety pin guy or the guy, the girl in the video the safety game? pin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wonder I wonder what kind of side effects, like, I don't know. It's literally two sentences on Wikipedia, so, like, I don't know exactly what happened, but that's what I read. Yeah, I'm sure there's there has to be side effects, right? Like, they're just... the. So there's this one scientist guy that, uh, he, like, looked over the brain and then, like, I, I'm guessing, I'm assuming... That, like, they did, like, a brain scan and they went around and, like, touched people's bodies and they saw what part of the, the brain lit up, right? Like, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. And the part that lights up in your brain when you get your genitals touched is very, very close in your inside your brain to the part that lights up when you get your feet touched. Okay. You, you follow I that? Thought, yes. You understand what I I'm saying? I get it. I get it. Okay. So that's the, this guy thinks that like, that's why foot fetishes are so common. And like a lot of people have foot fetishes because it's like so close to your androgynous zone in your brain. So that's a very interesting thought. Right. It is interesting. Definitely makes a lot more sense now, now that I think about it. Yeah. So yeah, if anything, you learned a little bit about foot fetishes today. Actually, I think I learned about that brain stuff more. I might, I might look into that more because that is so... That's just so cool. There's like a map of it on the Wikipedia page. Like they like 
list out the body parts and like they have like a brain and they point to your brain. Mm. I got you. I got you. What else is near the brain and besides feet? Do you know what else is like? I mean, sorry, genitals. Like the genital part uh, of your brain. I don't think I have the Wikipedia page open anymore. And I'm not going to type on the keyboard because it's bad for the audio. Like, why are tits so glamorized? Why do people like tits so much, right? Because, tits? yeah, I bet if we were, like, as humans, if we started off liking feet more than tits, right, then we would probably be glamorized, like, your, your tit size wouldn't matter, right? It would be more about your feet. You get what I'm saying? Well, think about it like this. When you're born, you suck milk from tits, right? Yeah. So it's literally... It's literally giving you the essential life nutrients that you need. So maybe that's why people like tits so that's much. That's a really interesting thought. People look at it like it's like um like it's like a necessity. Right. Like it's literally it's it's I probably shouldn't use that word so much. Literally. <laughs> but it's it's the essential life-giving juice you know yeah i got you just say no cap dude instead of literally anyways the yeah I'm not gonna not, do <laughs> we don't have to get into that um what about butt like why do you think butts have gotten so big in popularity <laughs> i don't know like shaking your ass, I can't think of any like instinctual, like evolutionary reason why shaking your ass would be attractive, like twerking and whatever. It just kind of happened, right? Right, it did. And then like some girls can't even do it; they don't have the equipment. Well, they don't have the abs, right? The Pilates, the ass, the cheek, the cheekage, the cheekage, the cheekage. yeah, the cheekage. Um. So how many fetishes do you think are based off like power trips or like not, sorry, not power trips. That's not the right word, but like getting power, you know, dominance. dominance. There we go. Yeah. Dominance. And how many, I don't know, but I made a list of, I made a list of fetishes in my notebook. Oh yeah. Do you have like a top 10 fetishes for me? I, I wish I would have found them, uh, like by popularity, but there wasn't any real conclusive data. Cause like, I don't know the people that were surveyed, like, it's just like a couple studies here and there because like people don't want to study it and people don't want to talk about it. Yeah, you know? it's a very touchy subject, right? Like it's so people like certain types of clothing and that's considered a fetish. So like if you really fuck with like leather or like rubber or whatever, that's why people wear those like gimp suits and shit because people fuck with that. I guess like the smell of rubber and like the rubber suits are like the the pleather fucking tight pants or whatever. Well, it's like wearing leather in the rain, right? It's like the pain and it makes it tighter. Maybe, but apparently it's a thing that people really like. Yeah. Well, uh, footwear or end feet, uh, soft things. So that's like your fucking body pillow or like pillow humping or whatever. Mm, okay. Uh, b body fluids, like really, really nasty stuff. Gross. Yeah. Uh, Body size is considered a fetish. So, like, if you really only like fat chicks, or, like, you only really like, like, twiggy, thin chicks, that's considered a fetish. Mm, okay. 
Uh, they said hair. I don't know what that meant. I, I don't know if it was like body hair, like hair on your head or like bald guys. There's definitely hair fetishes. Like sniffing hair. I think Joe Biden has a hair fetish. When he just gets off to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah totally. But that is a real thing. Like, ha- like, you know, like playing with hair and like sniffing hair gets people off. Yeah. So, it makes sense. I just never experienced it in my life. Like, I never met any <laughs> girl or guy that was like, I'm all about that fucking hair. I knew this one girl that was really into hair. And I don't I don't really want to get too into it, but she was... She just really liked hair, man. She would always smell my hair. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the next one on the list <laughs> is like... <laughs> Sorry. I was I was moving on. Laughing. <laughs> Just some <laughs> repressed memories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next one on the list is like muscly dudes, like muscles. I mean, that's maybe, not really maybe a guys fetish, have that on girls too. I, okay, you know what? That, that is a fetish. That's what they considered because it's a non-sexual uh, characteristic. That's what that's what Wikipedia defined okay. it as. Fair enough. Okay. Belly buttons. They literally listed belly buttons as one. Like innies and outies? I never in my life had heard anything, you know, like, I watch a lot of porn. I've never seen the belly button category. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even want to think about that. Have you ever taken... I don't know. um... I don't think it's... I don't think it's as bad as, like, pee or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) like fuck yeah like belly buttons i really have that then like the other you know um, there's this uh there's literally videos on like porn hub the you know the porn hub that literally are just like i keep using literary okay girls that just piss their like panties for like five minutes and it's like what the fuck or, like, girls that are just, like, eating cake and they're, like, fucking huge. No, I've never seen this. you no. never seen that? Like, like, they'll have, like, they'll, like, get a pie or, like, a fucking chocolate cake and they'll just eat it with their hands and, like, make it messy. And they'll be like, yeah, you fucking like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, people are fucking Oh, my weird, God. Dude. That's so fucked, dude. I could imagine, like... I. No, you know what? I can't imagine it. Never mind. Alright, so from my other list that I pulled from Wikipedia, they literally said headwear. I don't know what the fuck that means. Headwear. But apparently, people got hat fetishes. I'm thinking of like, do you ever watch Saw? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That fucking cage Probably a little less extreme than that, but like, that's, that's what comes to my mind. Is it bad okay. that, like, when I think of fetishes, I immediately just go to, like, dominatrix-type shit? It's not because I'm, like... It's uh, not because I'm into that. Like, I'm, tr- I'm really... I get the it. association, but, like, from what I've learned, just, like, looking it up, it just seems like it could be whatever. Yeah. You know, like... Like, you could find a, a guy that's, like, really into trees or something. No, I get that. It's just that my brain is, like, programmed so that the first thing I think of is that, right? Or, like, people right. in leather suits. And that's not good. Do you know? Stop that. Do you know what BDSM stands for? No. It was at one point in my life. There was like, there's like different things for each thing, but it was uh, bondage, dominance, (laughs) sub submission. Maybe I don't know. I don't remember the S, 
but the M was masochism, oh. which is like the the pleasure of like inflicting pain. So it's not big dumb stupid moron. No, damn, that's not what Wikipedia said. <laughs> Shit. Well, I mean, that's just like four words to describe a fetish, right? Or to describe a dumb, whatever. I get it. Don't worry. I. It's like four words that sound the same. No, four words that mean the same. Yeah. Okay, dude. Whatever. <laughs> I never. I'm not on the same page, but I'll let you have that one. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another fetish that was listed was stethoscopes, which like that one I get. I don't get that I at all. Get it. Like a doctor's, like they're. It's like really cold and like. You know. Is that the heartbeat I don't one? Know. Yeah, the stethoscope that like, goes in your ears and you listen to heartbeat. <laughs> that one makes sense to you? Okay, all right. Like, you never went to the doctor's office and they said, like, take your shirt off and then, like, the the uh, like the stethoscope, like, hit your back and it was, like, fucking freezing cold? Yeah, I mean, that... Okay. So, like, that's an extreme sensation. If you pair that with, like, a really hot doctor, then, like, that's a sexual stimulation. And then, like, bam, you know, like, those two things could go hand in hand. And, like, all of a sudden, you really fucking like doctors for the rest of your life. And that's how you get all off. Right, sure. Makes sense to me. Fair man. enough, yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> all right. They they wrote wrist, wrist wear. Just. Which, like, I don't know if that's, like, watches. Just clothing maybe? in general, right? Like, they could just put that all into one category. Yeah. It kind of <laughs> was. But then they, like, they wanted to, like talk about like leather shit separately i don't know but it is wikipedia so anything kind of goes it's a wild like ground. school like um girls and like uh what school uniforms. yeah like that's a that's a fetish right yeah, yeah that's nice <laughs> <laughs> oh man you know japan's got a real problem with that like I, <laughs> there was fine fine Buying panties from vending machines. <laughs> Vice made a documentary about um, Japan's obsession with like schoolgirls or like girls in like school uniforms, and how like yeah, wow. it's pretty fucked up, man. The only the only like danger is like pedophilia, you know. Well, let's okay here. Let me let me sidetrack here for a bit. So a lot of animes, they have like girls, like they're clearly like girl girls you know like they're like below the age of 10 lollies, lollies yes and they're like yeah. sexualized beyond belief but they're 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 like children right right but like you gotta like go to some like special website you know like that's just not on pornhub right well my point it's on the anime though right they're gonna sexualize her in the anime oh they sexualize yes yeah i've watched i've watched anime yeah like and like usually the reasoning for it is like oh she's not actually 10 she's like 200 she's just in that body you know but it's still like yeah. it's still pretty fucked up you know yeah <laughs> like, yeah yeah, I, yeah. Totally. I don't know it's oof. that's right that's japan's problem and if you're like a 35 year old man you probably shouldn't be looking at girls in school girl uniforms yeah or else you'll turn into an r kelly right or you'll turn into an r kelly in the golden shower yeah. Do you ever watch Trapped in the Closet? No. Is that a TV no, show? No, it's the R. Kelly music video. It's like his masterpiece. His really? magnum opus, yeah. It's not about being gay. <laughs> I don't know, but there's a Selena Gomez song called Fetish, 
that when I was looking it up, I listened to it. Was it good? Uh, when I was researching. No, <laughs> no. no. It was awful. <laughs> when did she make that song? <clears throat> when did that? she make that song? Like, how old is she? Was she... 2017, I think. Was she still on the Disney Channel? Okay. Must have been, like, a couple years after that she... She probably wanted, like, a buzzword to, like, be popular again, you know? Yeah. Disney stars really fucking... Man. Right. Miley Cyrus's fucking blowback. Yeah. yeah. Miley Cyrus, come on the show if you're listening. Please. We'll, we'll host we'll you. We'll give you free Molly. Because Molly Cyrus. We have, we have Molly. I mean, I'll buy you or something. Fuck it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> if Miley Cyrus came on the show? Is that what she's about these days? Molly? Molly Cyrus. Miley. Miley, Miley Cyrus. Miley Right, but if she's going to come and be a guest on the show, I don't want you to well, fucking yeah, insult her. I'm not going to call her now, Molly right? Cyrus if she comes on the show. <laughs> There's a song called Molly Cyrus. Have you never heard this song? This is like a cultural no, landmark song. When... I do not listen to shit music. Like it's not music. shit music. It's worse than that. <laughs> you listen to so much shit. It's like a landmark. <laughs> it's like a landmark for music. It's so educational. You should listen to it. Guys, look up. I've probably heard it. I've I've probably heard it. Look up Molly Cyrus. I think it's. Uh, I forgot the name of who made this. Hold on. I'm gonna. This is very important. To shit. Have you ever seen the movie Dope? Yeah, you made me watch it. Yeah. So like that movie's all about Molly. Stitches. It's like all that same type of shit. The guy that made Molly Cyrus is named Stitches. That movie. Um. His name's what? Stitches. Oh, one hit wonder then? <laughs> Not even a hit, bro. It was more like a, it was more like a oh, come look at this asshole. Look what he's making. <laughs> Everyone go make fun of him. <laughs> oh man. It was like uh Rebecca Black. Do you remember how she made Friday? Yeah, Rebecca and Black. And it literally like ruined yeah. her life or whatever. <laughs> Dude, how could you forget? Oh god. I feel so bad for that woman. If you lived in the days that Friday was popular, and it came across your, you know, your devices, your news yeah, feed. Yeah, I mean, you definitely know about it. <clears throat> yeah, you never forget. Never. So the guy that made that song, Patrice Wilson. Do you know anything about this man? What song? The Molly no. song? <laughs> Not that song. <laughs> the Friday. The I was gonna say Rebecca Black's. Yes. Rebecca Black. The song? producer for that song. I I heard that she paid a company to make her music video and then like all of a sudden it blew That's up literally what and, happened. Like, they wrote the song and yeah everything. so it was like it was yeah. like a magazine ad where it was like oh do you want your kids to be famous like come here and we'll make a song for you you know it was like that type of shit and the producer uh-huh. for that song his name is patrice wilson is like and then they showed up and then she showed up and then all of a sudden there was like 10 guys making her feel un- unsteady <laughs> and they pressured her. Yeah. <laughs> They're making her feel uncomfortable. <laughs> they were like, you're going to make this music video for us. And she's like... Because of the implication. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. So... She's cute though. Well, I think that's why they originally allowed her to be on the music video. The thing is, I don't think yeah. she had any like musical talent, but that's because they just like rushed it, you know? Like they were like, "All right, you're going to come make this song." Well, the song is absolute trash, right? Like no doubt yeah, about it. Yeah, and that's not that's not like necessarily her fault. That's what I'm trying to get at, right? Like she was kind of Yeah. She was kind of handed like an unfortunate situation and it blew up in her face, right? And she didn't even mean for it to to blow up like right. that. Right. How lo- how old was she, do you think? Just 10 years ago? 
Hold on. Here, yeah, let's. How old was she? This, this, this is some quick like, maths, all right? Rebecca Black. We were, we were like fifteen, you know. So Rebecca Black is twenty-three right now, born June twenty-first, nineteen ninety-seven. Friday. She's our age. Rebecca Black. Uh, the Friday song came out in twenty eleven. Okay, so she's two years older than we are, right? So, yeah. um, twenty three minus nine. What is that? Um, fourteen. She was fourteen when she made that, right? Like, you you're not thinking about getting made. Like, yeah. you're not thinking about this shit when right. you're fourteen, right? You just want to be Hannah Montana. That's what she wants to be. She wants to be Hannah yeah, Montana. Yeah, and it completely blew up in her face. And let me just say, dude, the guy that look up Patrice Wilson on Google. This dude is a total fucking creep. Like, this guy needs to crawl back into the sewers that he was like born in because holy fucking shit this guy like completely so he um he's known for making a bunch of like really bad songs and they all came out around like 2014 2015 and rebecca black's friday was one of those songs and basically what he did was he was telling these girls like yeah you're gonna be famous like you're gonna be huge let me just make Uh, the song for you like let me make it and that's like part of the reason he's a hustler exactly that's, He's like, pay me three grand, I'll film you a music yeah. video. So he completely ruined, On my like, fucking camcorder. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. He just fucking ruined these, like, women's lives. I could be that guy right now, dude. I could make that money. <laughs> yeah, you could be this asshole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it would not be hard. It really wouldn't. But I want to, like, actually make good shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's just kind of fucked up, dude. Skip rope, have you ever heard of that? Skip Rope. Uh, By no. Tween Chronic. So, name is Tween Chronic, and it's like these two girls that were like seven years old. And they made this song, and it was fucking awful. Yeah. And, uh... Honestly, like, yeah. that's like a parent's responsibility, in my opinion, to make sure that shit doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, the parents were probably like, wow, my daughter's gonna be famous. Like, they weren't even thinking about the, uh... Right. But, but like, do you think they said it in, like, a... I'm so proud of what my daughter has accomplished way or in like a fucking flex. Look at my daughter. She's way better than Probably you. both, honestly. Way. I think it's mostly the second Human one. behavior has really like... Humans are so fucked, man. Dude, you said all your friends are like becoming parents Yeah, that's fucked, man. Everybody that I know that is a parent is a fucking moron. Even your brother? <laughs> uh... He's halfway there, but <laughs> he's got a, he's got a co-parent that he's parenting with that I don't really believe in too much. Is it another guy? No, <laughs> the other parent of the child that he's raising. <laughs> oh, that would be so good. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I I forgot what I was gonna say, but oh, I remember. So, um, people are fucked, man, and this is how I know. Um, I've been playing this game called Fallout, right? And the whole premise of Fallout is that nukes drop, so the whole world gets reset, and everybody's back to square one. So people become very vicious, right? Like, they become very protective of their resources to the point where they're willing to, like, kill each other to take their stuff, right? And I used to think that people aren't gonna do that. Like, they're inherently good, and if there was, like, an apocalypse, it'd be very unlikely that humans would, like, devolve from society... And like you know whatever, but then COVID happened. I think that's major naive to think that to even have that kind of thought. What did you say? 
that's like super naive to even have that kind yeah, of thought. Fair like, enough. There's not even an apocalypse going on and people still want to fuck each other. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. COVID happened, right? Like COVID wasn't really that big of a deal in the whole grand scope of things. Like it's not killing a lot of people. But there was literally at the supermarket, I saw oh. people fighting over like food and shit. They were literally like rushing and, you know, people are assholes, man. They're not going to look out for anyone but yeah, themselves. Right. And, and like the toilet paper hoarding. Yeah, that was ridiculous, and that. dude. And like it was 100% caused by like irrational uh, habits. Like if everyone would have just bought normally, there was plenty to go right, around. Right, but my point is in a real life apocalypse, like it'll be 100 times worse than that. People will kill. Right. Like, yeah. So, like, the only, like, I think of it as a personal thing, right? Like, like from a prepper point of view. Do you think about prepper shit, Ming? Uh, I don't even know what that word means. <laughs> a prepper? Like, a doomsday prepper? Oh, like, you're yeah, prepped sure. and you're ready to, hey, like, you got, like, a storm shelter? That shit? was actually going to be next week's, okay, anyway, sorry. <laughs> oh. It was going to be how to survive okay. the zombie apocalypse. But anyways, sorry, um, getting ahead of myself here. So, talking about prepping. So you get your tinfoil hat on. My, In my opinion, I think I'm better off than like 75% of the world, right? Or of this, the United States, the civilized society. Because like if there was no toilet paper left and you couldn't get toilet paper, like I would fucking live with it. Like I would fucking find like I would fucking use paper towels or like fucking computer paper or like I would just wash my ass yeah. with water. Like I can do deal with that. Like I have no problem. If I have the shit in the ditch, like I can do that. But like, there's so many people that haven't even thought about it that like when the thought comes to their mind, they're immediately going to become uncomfortable and like have a breakdown. Or yeah, that's so true. And I think those same people would kill for toilet paper, like something as fictitious right. as wiping your ass. Right. Which is, it's pretty yeah. upsetting to think about. Honestly, I always kind of, and like, um, I always kind of like, I, I try to find the best in people, you know? I always assume that it's not, like, the worst thing. But, I don't know. It's getting pretty hard to think about that. Anyways. Sorry. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. What were you going to say? And I was going to say that most people, like, if they became homeless tomorrow, like, a lot of people just don't know how to handle that shit. And it's, like, to me, that's, like, normal thing. Like, it's an inevitability, you know? Yeah. Definitely. Like, anything could happen. Like, tornado, civil unrest, like, whatever. That's your basic primal human instinct, right? Is being a hunter-gatherer as a man. As a man. Yeah, I don't, I don't relate it to, like, my sexuality or, like, my gender at all. Survival? Like, sure, yeah. Yeah, like, like, if I had tits and a badge, like get the fuck out of my way i'm trying to live i'm just know? thinking about the breaking bad scene <laughs> dude we have to the next the next episode is gonna be about breaking bad at this point um do you remember when gus tells uh walt like a man has to provide you know what i'm talking about yeah kind of that speech is so great i love that speech i like i think i've listened to it three times now and i'm worried about you, you are. <laughs> like i'm gonna become a drug dealer you're watching too much breaking bad a meth dealer i mean it's probably in the back of everyone's head gonna, when they're watching that, right? You're going to start cooking meth and then dealing it to fucking homeless people in No, Seattle. I don't think I'm smart enough. You're going to roll up to the to the segregated three blocks of non-governed land and give out free meth. Yeah. <laughs> what were they calling that? That protest? Um, shit. 
What was it called? With the guy who um, gave out guns. The guy it was who gave a, out guns. It was a four-letter really? word. Hold on. Seattle. Occupy. Hill. I know that's not four letters. Fuck, what was it called? The auto, autonomous zone? Chaz. Yeah, Chaz. yeah. Autonomous. That's what it was called. Auto- Chaz. Chaz. Capitol Hill Autonomous Autonomous uh, da, 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 Zone. Autonomous. Autonomous. <coughs> I just... Chaz? They really called it that? That's like that's like a greaser yeah. name. <laughs> like the Fonz. <laughs> it really is a greaser name. Holy shit. What's up? I'm Chaz. What's up, Chaz? You like Chaz? <laughs> so, do you like Chaz? Oh, dude, we can just talk about the B movie. What did I think about that? For like our 10 hour B conversation. Right? You remember that guy we know that is Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> what? The Jewish guy we know that is Jerry Seinfeld. What about him? <laughs> I, I just wanted to make the joke. I thought you'd like <laughs> it. Wait, was Sein- did, did Seinfeld. Did Jerry Seinfeld play uh, the guy in the B movie? Yeah, he, he did. did? <laughs> I did yeah. not know that. He's very, he's very the be You don't, dude. How do you not know that guy's voice? He's like an American I icon. I was like two when I watched that movie. Did you ever see his show? No. Oh, dude, it's terrible. Yeah, I'll bet because it was made like <laughs> so, like years ago. So Seinfeld is like a sitcom. That's his show, and to me, it's just like Friends, and it's just like. Frasier, and it's just like fucking yeah. Cheers. Like, there's so many shows that are exactly like it. And, like, they're okay, like, if you get really into it, but, like, for the most part, they're hot. I think my friend put it best when I, when you say, like, it's good to do, it, like, it's good to watch one of those series when you have nothing else going on in your life. And, right. like, you just want to pretend like you have friends for a bit. Yeah. I watched, um... Like, when somebody puts on music, yeah. but, like, really, you're, like, busy doing something, it's, like, I don't even fuck with this music, but I'm glad there's music on. Yeah, okay. Just like that. Just like that. Yeah. Um, I watched How I Met Your Mother, so I don't feel the need to watch another one, you know, because I've seen that. Yeah, they're all the same. That's exactly How I Met Your Mother is a yeah. good example. Yeah, exactly. I've seen a lot of Cheers. Why? <laughs> My dad. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. My parents watched Friends. Like, that's the sitcom that they know about. Right. See, the problem with all these sitcoms is they go on too long, right? That's the same complaint for every single one. Right. Is that, like, by season nine, they're doing the same tropes or they're jumping the shark way too much. There's always an episode where somebody gets pregnant or there's an episode where two people that were, like, completely incompatible get into a relationship for some reason. Or, like, they go on vacation. The whole gang goes on vacation, right? And it's usually the worst fucking episode. Or, um, <laughs> fuck, you know, like, it, so why do you think the TV shows go on for too long? Cause they want to milk it for money. They keep making yeah, money. Exactly. Why do you think there's nine Star Wars movies and like a hundred million Star Wars spinoffs? Right. So dude, we should make it, we should make a podcast episode about, uh, soap operas. Soap operas. You know why they're called soap operas? You know, yeah, that's what I was going to say oh, to you, because they were made to sell exactly, soap. yeah. They were made for middle-aged <laughs> women, because they were... When I found that out, I was like, holy shit, I didn't yeah. know that. <laughs> that's cool. Um, my mom likes watching Chinese soap operas. 
and they're pretty like yeah what do they call them um it's like love lo- like love lauren or like you know i'm oh i'm not talking about the titles like do they have like a name <clears throat> like like in spanish they call them like telenovelas oh, um i don't know the name they just call it their programs like in chinese so okay yeah but, yeah, yeah man are they fucking bad like they're, <laughs> they're just they're just like overly dramatic right and family member dies from cancer or gets shot for some reason or i don't know man and then it turns out they were in a coma huh and then it turns out they were in a coma yeah. that's like a that's classic a, trope that's a real classic trope right they made fun of that yeah. in Futurama too so there you go yeah they make fun of it in a few yeah. shows it's good stuff. Like, uh, have you seen BoJack Horseman all the way through? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. You you saw up to a certain point, though. I remember we're talking about. I stopped watching now. after his mom dies. Yeah, so you see most of it, but like <clears throat> he has that show horsing around, and they like always joke, like he'll like talk about his show and like talk about how shitty it was, yeah. you know. So like they say all those tropes. A big part of that show is like his. Is like downfall from grace, right? I think that's a right. big and like how huh? fake, how fake it was. You know, like how fake is like he was when he was acting in the sitcom. You know, like how hollow. Yeah, it was. I think that's um, especially now, like in our, I, I hate the word our society or the term, but in our society right now, it's very easy to get a, a following, right? Like that's what that's what that's the whole intention of this podcast, and yeah. That's the intention of, like, fucking a majority of successful young people, honestly, or, like, people that are trying to become right, successful. Right, is they want, like, that following, and they want, like, like, that's why YouTube is just full of clickbait nowadays, and, you know, there's TikTok right. and all this shit, so... And it literally doesn't even matter what you do, like, <clears throat> whether you talk, like, try to do something like we're doing, and we just talk about shit, or, like, if you're a cook, or if you want to, like, fucking skateboard and become the next Tony Hawk, like, you literally, everything boils down to, like, you need the following. Yeah. V-Girls, um, well, actually, never mind. That has nothing, to, I, what I just said has nothing to do V-Girls? with what you were talking about, so I'm not even going to talk about it. Um, anyways, my point is, it's very easy to get a following in our current society, and it's also very easy to lose that following or become irrelevant, right? Because people... Because cancel culture. Well, not just cancel culture, but people get bored, right? Like, think of the YouTubers you were watching, like, 10 years ago. Right. They're not popular anymore, right? right? Like, Let's Players, they're all kind of dead, and now it's replaced with... I think some people change, too. Like, like you used to watch a YouTuber, and then they kind of, like, became an asshole, or, like, fucking just, like, became lame or boring or whatever, Sure. My point is, if if your content is getting older, right, and you're losing your followership, you have two options. You either accept what is happening and you retire, right? Or you just accept that you're not going to have the following you used to, or you change, uh-huh. right? And right, sometimes right. that change can really fuck some people up. So I'm going to use um, Kanye as an example. Do you know what's been happening to Kanye West lately? Uh, he's going east now? Mm, no. Like, do you see what he posts on Twitter? I don't know what Kanye does every day. Huh? Like, when that guy wakes up in the morning, I don't know what he does. So, he's been lashing out on Twitter a lot lately. So, originally, the kind of the thing that started it all was he went on TMZ and he was like, slavery was a choice, right? And so, here's the thing about Kanye West. I don't want to get into it too much (laughs) because you don't actually know. There's a really long story 
with like all his tweets and whatever but he's well okay let me just say this before you get okay. into it i'm sure he's an asshole you're sure he's an <laughs> asshole well yeah. i think what's going on is that his ego can't handle the fact that he's losing like he used to be so popular right like he was the artist he was the like he was uh-huh. unarguably the best artist at the time this is like a fact if you go off like numbers and shit so the fact that he's losing like his followership he can't handle it right and he's bipolar as well so you know being bipolar causes you to do and i can vouch because i have um i have bipolar 2 which is like a lesser version of what kanye has it's still like I also don't want to get into this too much, but it just makes me feel kind of like upset in the morning or whatever. Anyways, being like super bipolar, it causes you to do stuff that, you know, you wouldn't even think about doing. And when you lose, like when your ego gets bruised, right? When it comes to that point, you're willing to do whatever it takes to get it back. So he's been out lashing like in the public and doing all this and that. And in my, in like, my professional reddit doctor opinion right i think he's doing it because he lost so much of his like you know his base and you see that happen to a lot of like youtubers as well or like content creators is that often when they're losing like when they're losing their Their yeah their empire they're they're looking for any way to to get it back right whether it's making a scene like in the news or pissing some people off to get attention my kingdom for exactly, a horse yeah my kingdom i'm not sure if that's exactly what that was but i'm not familiar with yeah i'm just kind of going on at this point i, I think most people yeah i'm ready i'm ready yeah. to be done i'm pretty tired people... i've been up since like 9 8 9 p.m like yesterday yeah we record these at noon just for reference so that's at two long. on cool people time Cool people, Chicago so time. So, anything else about fetishes? Uh, I like fetishes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know where I was going with that. Can I tell you my fetish? I'm glad they exist. No, I don't okay. want to know. I, that's too okay. personal. All right. <laughs> it's not like super sexual. <laughs> British accents. Oh, that yeah, makes sense. I like it. I love it. I fuck with that. Girls. I feel like you've told me. Yeah, this before. I tell everyone. Girls with British accents, like that's a that's an instant turn on for me. Usually. Yeah. It, it, yeah. What I'm really into is girls that have sex with me. I really like yeah. those girls. <laughs> <laughs> it's a special kind of person. Right. Oh man. Um. Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, we're gonna you're gonna listen to our our, our outro that we're gonna record later <laughs> on in life, and uh, you'll get all the nasty nasty information there, all the good yeah. things that you need to do to help us with life. Thanks for listening. Bye bye. What? Yeah. Did you did you listen to the last episode? Yeah. The intro. Yeah. Did you hear? Did you hear at the yeah. very end? Like, I cued the music, and you were like, McDonald's fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, that outro was legendary. It was so good. The quote, when you were like, I'm hungry. That was so, that was so funny. No, that was so funny. 
I literally, I wasn't expecting it. I didn't read the Discord before I listened to it, so I wasn't even expecting it. Yeah, I was like, holy shit. are hosted by myself, Ming, and my good friend, Win. All the research and editing is done independently between the two of us. All of the music in this episode is done by Chad Crouch. You can email us if you want to say, you know, suck my dick, poopy head, or whatever. We won't suck it, but we'll read it, and we'll pretend like we're sucking it. You can do it at the email address of foglerspodcast at gmail.com. And you should be able to find it in the description. We also have a Discord server. Check the Foglers on Discord. It'll also be in the description. Our quote of the week is done in a manner to honor Krista McCaffrey. McCaffrey. McCaffrey? Shit. Well, it's the teacher that died on the Challenger spacecraft. We'll just call her Christy. Krista. It's Krista. It's not Christy. It's Krista. Okay. She said, If I can get some student interested in science... If I can show the members of the general public what's going on up there in the space program, then my job's been done. Well, Christy, you definitely got the public interested after your little shenanigans in space there. May you rest in peace. Thanks for listening to our program. Have a nice week, and we'll meet you back here next Wednesday.